as an exhausted, busy mom, your complexion might not be where it used to be, which is completely normal. But today's sponsor, One Skin, they can help. They have a simple skincare routine that tackles skin issues at the cellular level. It's founded by an all-woman team of scientists. One Skin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface. And it does this without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. And not only that, their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. And by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code TODDLERS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code TODDLERS. This is the one skincare routine that I've actually stuck to for quite a long time now, which is really unlike me. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Parenting life is so busy. In fact, I believe parents are the busiest people on the planet. But when life is so busy, it's really important to carve out some moments for yourself to reflect and think about how things are going. Many parents struggle with complicated emotions, but they're so focused on the kids that they overlook getting the support that they need. Getting some counseling, or what I refer to as a tune-up, can really help you become more like the parent you want to be. So if you're thinking of starting some therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's a great fit for a busy parent. It's entirely online. So take a moment, visit betterhelp.com slash toddlers and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash toddlers. Welcome to Toddlers Made Easy, where there's no fluff, just practical, research-based, 15 minutes or less parenting strategies. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Dr. Catherine, a pediatrician with more than 33 years of experience. I'm the author of two parenting books, the founder of Healthiest Baby, and the mother of four amazing adult kids. And let's not forget Smudge, my great big golden doodle. Today we're going to be talking about a magical way to say goodbye to the pacifier. Now before we delve into the topic at hand, there's a unrelated story that came to my mind that I wanted to share with you. And again, like most of my stories, they don't directly relate to what we're going to be talking about today, but for some reason it popped into my mind. And this is a story about an extracurricular activity I had as a child. I was a really, really shy little kid, and my parents thought that perhaps sending me to modeling school would help me. And in those days, all these modeling agencies, these big agencies, had little programs for kids to help encourage them to become models. I'm not sure. Anyhow, in this modeling course, the very first thing they taught us was to work on our posture. And so they would have us walk with books on our head down a pretend runway. This was agonizing for a shy kid. It wasn't helpful. It was really agonizing. But I did it and I was successful and I was moved on to the next stage, which was to balance an egg on your head. Well, needless to say, I don't understand how anybody could balance an egg on their head, but 
I made a complete mess of it. And it was really embarrassing. And again, not quite the right thing for a super shy kids. Although, you know, my parents meant well, and they probably didn't know the exact details of what was going to be happening. And that was the end of my modeling career. Anyhow, let's get to the important stuff today. This is a really magical way of how to say goodbye to a pacifier. So parenting has all sorts of challenges. And for many families, breaking that pacifier habit can be a really major hurdle. Parenting has its own set of challenges. And for many families, breaking the pacifier habit can be a major hurdle. What starts as a useful tool for calming a newborn can become a comfort crutch that's really hard to take away. So if you're struggling with this problem, allow me to introduce you to the Farewell Passy Fairy. This is a sweet yet really effective way to help your toddler give up the pacifier for good. Now, this strategy is particularly useful for kids two years and older. Although if you think your child would be interested, don't hesitate to try it earlier. So you can introduce the pacifier fairy by explaining to your child, hey, did you know that when you leave your pacifier out for the passy fairy, she comes and takes the passy, but she leaves you a surprise in exchange? What do you think the pacifier fairy is going to leave you? In the following days, tell stories about the child who gave up his soother to the pacifier fairy and how much he loved the teddy that was left. Don't overdo it, though, because it can start to feel like too much pressure or even make your child a little bit suspicious about what's coming if it sounds just too good to be true. You can also read books about the pacifier fairy. And yes, there are books about pacifier fairies. And lastly, chat with your toddler's stuffed animals about the passy fairy coming. And in that way, you can reinforce that she's coming without saying it directly to your child. Now, before we dive further into the practical steps of letting go of the pacifier, it's important to understand its emotional significance for your child. The pacifier serves as a source of comfort and stress relief. And because the pacifier plays such a crucial role in helping your child manage emotions and self-soothing, parting with it can be a really tough experience particularly for those little kids who are super attached to it. So it's important to think, how can we make this transition easier and lessen its emotional toll? To prepare for the transition away from the pacifier, using the pacifary approach, start reducing the pacifier use for several weeks in advance. You can introduce a cuddly stuffed animal as a new comfort object or teach your child deep breathing techniques but gradually limiting the pacifier's role will make its eventual absence less shocking and easier to manage. So next, together with your child, pick a date when the pacifier fairy is going to come. Now, don't tell your child that the fairy is going to give the pacifier to another child. And I'd also avoid saying things like, now that you're a big kid, you don't need the pacifier. Your child already has enough conflict between wanting to be a big kid and a little kid at the same time. When the big day arrives, have your child gather all the pacifiers and place them into a special bag or box. Now, I like to turn everything into an art project, and so I would decorate the box or the bag together. You can even write a small thank you card together to leave for the pacifier fairy. Now, after your child goes to bed, replace the bag of pacifiers with the small gift. 
And this doesn't have to be anything extravagant, a book, a small toy, a stuffed animal, anything that you think might, number one, be valued, but number two, helps with the self-soothing would be a good idea. But the next morning, when your child wakes up, share in the excitement as your child discovers the passiferi and what she's left for your child. Remember, this is the same thing as the tooth fairy, but it's for pacifiers. But most children haven't lost a tooth at this point, so this is their first introduction to this magical exchange. So it's important to anticipate that the days following the exchange may be a little rocky. Your child might ask for their pacifier, especially in moments of stress or at bedtime. So use this time to offer alternative coping skills like deep breathing or hugging a stuffed animal. If your child appears upset after saying goodbye to the pacifier, acknowledge their feelings. It won't aggravate the situation. You can say something like, I see you're really missing your pacifier, and that's making you sad. I get it. It's really tough. This validates their feelings, and it helps them feel seen and understood, and it doesn't escalate the situation. What makes the pacifier fairy routine so effective is that it taps into that innate power of stories and imagination, which is such a big part of your child's life. So you're really meeting them where they are at right now. We're not just getting rid of the pacifier. We're engaging our child's emotions. We're giving them a sense of purpose, and we're offering them the tools to cope with change. So the takeaway message today here is that the sprinkle of magic that the pacifier fairy brings is often that sweet boost your child needs to give up their passy. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Please share me your stories about how you got rid of the pacifier with your child, as there's nothing more powerful than parents sharing with parents. So please send me a DM over at Instagram at healthiest underscore baby and let me know how things went for you. As always, keep up the good work. You're doing a fantastic job. Happy parenting, and I'll see you next week.